0: Seen a video nasty? I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on a video nasty oh, I've seen one? I actually don't need to see visually. What I know is in that film.
1: There's only one nunsploitation film on the video nasties list. Now that's probably because films like The Devils they tend to be set in historical times and aimed at highlighting church hypocrisy. But with Julio Beretti's Killer Nun, also known as Deadly Habit, and *Sua Omicidi, it's very much grounded in real life and recent times or recent enough anyway for its uh, 1978 production date.
0: May his soul burn in hell. Just the thought of what he did to me makes me want to take revenge on all men. To snuff them out like he snuffed out my happiness. No, sister. That's enough. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my silly, that's who you are. You've been rolling your eyes at me ever since you were transferred here. <laughs> you will help me, won't you, doctor? I promise I'll make you very happy. Sister Gertrude. It is a nun's vocation to suffer. Life has always been difficult. I'm sorry, Mother, what did you say? Nothing. I agree, Sister Mathieu. I swear on this cross, I'm innocent. Please take Sister Gertrude to her cell. Give her a sedative, Sister Louise. I think Sister Gertrude could freak out any second. Why did you kill Janos, sister? Don't you have any faith in the police, huh? No. You're wrong to be so pessimistic. The police solve the crimes. It's their job. The police look out for their own interests. This is to the scalpel. <laughs> what's wrong with you this morning? You know what's wrong, doctor. She discovered certain discrepancies in the drug register. My, my son was responsible. He was addicted to it. It was morphine. Of course, I should have reported it.
1: The Nunn was produced in Italy and it features Anita Eckberg, she's best known for her role as Sylvia in uh, the Fellini film Adulce La Dolce Vita from 1960. Um, she plays somebody called Sister Gertrude who's recovering from uh, neurosurgery. Although Mother, Super- Mother Superior, who's played by Al Diwali, uh, dismisses Gertrude's fears about the rushed recovery that she's currently going through. However, unfortunately for Gertrude, her fears are legitimate and she spirals into uh, problems with psychosis, an addiction to morphine that keeps the pain away, and heroin at the uh, geriatric hospital where she works. She initiates a lesbian affair with Sister Mafal uh, and Gertrude expels a concerned doctor from the hospital called uh, Patrick Rowland and begins a a run of of terror in, in the place. She uh, inflicts some humiliating tortures on the inmates, stomps on an elderly woman dentures, reads gory, hydrographic details of the lives of tortured saints to her hapless charges, and through a uh, judge to have thrown an elderly man engaged with sex with a nurse out of a window. Gertrude is completely losing control, not just in her work sense, but also I, you know, I personally as well. She picks up a man in a bar and has sex with him. Finally, the mother superior is convinced that she does do have to do something about the behavior of Sister Gertrude. But the question is really: is she the is she the murderer, or is somebody else doing things as well? <laughs>
0: You put yourself into absolution. I have cut away the evil, Lord.
1: I think it's fair to say, um, Killer Nun is quite uh, slow, quite ponderous, shallow. But it, <laughs> hilariously, it's actually based on true events. Impressively, the film's actually shot from Gertrude's point of view, really, creating some strange and disjointed scenes as her world falls apart. The visual clues are there to work out what is actually behind the mystery. That said, with a name like Killer Nun, you'd, you'd be surprised at the lack of gore and sex that's on offer. It is, despite its quite salacious ideas, quite calm and in, in its tone. I wouldn't say it's a subdued affair, but it's certainly not uh, up there with some of the other more um, over-the-top fare that's on this video nasties list. However, if you look at the lineup of the film, it's obvious that that's kind of what the plan was meant to be. We have um, people who have, who the actors who appear in the film tend to be the type of people who um, pick more interesting exploitation fare. Like uh, Joel DeSando from Flesh for Frankenstein, Luke Castell for A Bullet for the General, Al Diwali who's obviously from Speria, and Paula Mora from Behind Convent Walls. Giulio uh, who's the writer-director, in actual fact was more of an editor and a um, second unit director than he was a, a, a proper director of many films. Um, but, you know, normally I would say take these kind of stories as in this is based on true events with a bit of a pinch of salt in actual fact, in this case, there is something behind it. And probably the story behind Killer and as in the true stories, is is, is more interesting than the production itself. Early in 1977, nurses employed at the public hospital in Wetten, Belgium, began comparing notes on curious events in their 38-bed geriatric ward. For starters, the death rate had increased dramatically in recent months, with 21 patients lost in the span of a year. Other cases revealed signs of sadistic treatment, including catheters being ripped from the bladders of elderly patients by persons unknown. In time, suspicion focused on the 44-year-old sister Godfrida, a Josephite nun assigned to the etri- et geriatric ward. She was born to seal Bombeck, the product of a staunchly Catholic home. Godfrieda adopted, adopted her religious name after joining the Apostolic Order of St. Joseph. It appeared that her behaviour up to that point had been exemplary, or certainly before 1976, but brain surgery had left her addicted to morphine. Narcotics are available in, in wet, and despite stiff criminal penalties, they are not inexpensive. Sister Godfrieda also started on bisexual love affairs with a retired missionary and a local teacher. Her lovers enjoyed expensive food, vintage wine, and Cecile was anxious to oblige. In time, police contended, she began to loot the savings and personal property of her aged patients, embezzling more than thirty thousand U.S. dollars in a year. On the side, she began to display sadistic tendencies, abusing her charges, getting at least three with insulin overdoses when they became too difficult at night. In retrospect, it's impossible to estimate the sister's body count. Dr Jean Paul de Court, spokesman for the hospital's governing body, declared, it could just as well be 30 as three. And in, co- in custody, Cecile's confession to three homicides were enough to bring her to indictment. In March 1978, she was committed to psychiatric observation to determine her fitness for trial, and then was never released that. So, I mean, the story itself that Killer Nun comes from, has the uh, sounds like it could be you know an amazing um an amazing exploitation film but uh, I think it's to the director director's credit that uh, beretti's credit that he was able to create something that was um a little bit more subdued that said the kills are quite jallowy in their execution uh, people are Perforated with pins, thrown out windows as mentioned, and kicked to death. And um, you know this. There's hints that the the killings are done to uh, emulate some of the more disgusting versions of people being killed in as saints for martyrdom. So what's it all about? Well, I mean, the the, the the classic thing is obviously, you know, you've got a murder mystery on our hands. But also, I did mention the fact that, you know, films, non can tend to be aimed at highlighting the um, hypocrisy of the church. And I think that's the case in, uh, here as well, with people being far too willing to try and save face and cover up the actions of our murderous nun. From the production, the music was the work of Alessandro Alestrani, who was a, (laughs) hilariously, was an accomplished whistler. Alessandro collaborates with his childhood friend Ennio Maconi on a number of soundtracks for Spaghetti Westerns. Mocconi's uh, orchestration often calls for an unusual combination of instruments and voices. And Alastroni's twangy guitar riff is central to the main theme of the good, the bad and the ugly. And he's also the whistling sound in the soundtracks for Leone's Fistful of Dollars, Few Dollars More, Once Upon a Time in the West. Astroni also actually uh, set up an eight singer choir as well and that's produced many Ita- uh, sound from many Italian records and soundtracks, including for uh, Umilani as well. But what about this film? It was originally listed as a video nasty in August 84 and was released on video by Techno Films, but was dropped by July 85. The Redemption passed as 18 with 13 seconds of cuts back in 1993. And um, those scenes were to the the torture, um, you know, with pins and whatnot. But these days, obviously, that scene is quite uh, unnecessary, you know, uh, the, uh, the scene in the tuition being a needle being pierced into an eye, well, a light socket anyway, and a scalpel cut in banded flesh. Um, in 2006, it was finally released uncut. The BBFC stating that the, uh, the scenes of torture had lost its power because of the age of the film. It was released uncut by Blue Underground and also by a shameless video. Uh, shameless are one of the uh, video labels that we'll occasionally discuss for releases recently blue underground as well do stuff in the US shameless is a UK company that that focus on this kind of uh, work not video nasties as such although there is a few but you know Italian uh, films Jalo stuff like that um you've probably tell by the clips that the dubbin isn't its best but you know I think for a lot of people, that just adds to a little element of the fun of the film as well. So, an unusual film in a sense, um, probably it sits a little strangely on the list. Um, probably, be, you know, it's slightly, um, you know, intense kind of feel to it, it's probably been its undoing a little bit. Um, you know, the idea that, you know, it's quite a, a grisly film. Uh, you know, it, it, it isn't held out by the movie itself, but you know, if you're going to call your film "Killer Nun," you've got to expect a little bit of uh, trouble. Much like here when we talk about the we talked about the Cannibal Man a few weeks ago, you know, that's a very different film to, from what you would expect. At the same time, though, despite all that, you know, "Killer Nun" does involve lesbian nuns and uh, people being, you know, old women being being attacked and savaged. By uh, by a, a deranged killer, so that's not that's uh, let's not give it too much credit, shall we say, for being uh, quite as reserved as 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 some would have us
0: believe. We oh, yeah. are. Uh, you say it didn't hurt at all, did it? No, but it might have, Doc. I don't know what to make of you, Franklin. After all those wounds you got in the war, a little thing like this is child's play. Mm. Sister Gertrude. Yes, Doctor Pare. A swab in a scalpel, please. A scalpel? Yes, doctor. What are you going to do with the scalpel? There's nothing to worry about, Frankie. not going to cut me open, doctor. Look the oh, other way and won't even no, notice no. it. Stop being silly. Oh, no. No, no, no. I know military regulations. Backwards, doctor. You can't operate without permission in a certain jobs. Hurry up, sister. scalpel Uh, uh, what's wrong with you this morning you know what's wrong doctor you can't still be suffering from post-operative shock eh? it's cancer doctor cancer I'm afraid I'll have to ask sister Mathieu to substitute for me not even a student nurse in her first week would be so irresponsible we've worked together for over 10 years I considered you the most reliable assistant I've ever had I want to know what's wrong why are you behaving this way? I am not well, Doctor. I gave you a thorough checkup only last week. All the tests have proven negative. That's not true. Don't hide the truth from me. All right. What are your symptoms, sister? I suffer from terrible headaches, Doctor. I see. What else? I have blackouts suddenly. I have no no control over what I do. My eyes walk. Focus. Mm. I need more morphine. That's never been a cure. Then put me in the observation ward. When I hospitalized you before, you had a tumor, and it was removed. I wonder what he's you Your symptoms now are purely psychosomatic. Uh, uh, no, Doctor, you're wrong. It's not unusual for someone who's had an operation to suffer from anxiety. But I give you my word. Was How do you know you're not a specialist? I beg you to have me admitted for observation. I shall make the same request to the Mother Superior. Do whatever you think is best.
1: Okay. Um. Thanks for listening. Um... It's been, you know, uh, I, I, this one's slightly delayed. Um, I'm not exactly sure when this is going to get done. Uh, to be honest with you, but we'll we'll get there in the end. Um, had a little bit of feedback from the Inferno uh, review. Uh, well, a piece that I wrote uh, I, I put out uh, last week. Um, thanks to Uncle Chap, who's on Twitter at Uncle Chap. Um, he said, uh, well, he agrees with me, which is always nice. But he points out that um, you know he, he loves the underwater scene from Inferno and he's pointed that maybe you should uh, take a look at Dark Waters from 1993, which is a similar kind of film. That's not a movie I've seen, but um, it is something that I I will seek out now. Uh, I'm looking on IMDb, and it looks like the kind of thing that I did enjoy, to be fair. So thanks a lot for that recommendation, and um, I think it's fair to say that if that's the kind of thing you're into, you should definitely check it out. But... um, yeah, um, Uncle Chap sent something a little bit longer into me and I'll read out for you now. Just watched Inferno taped off TV, although I thought I'd watched it years ago, I actually hadn't. I noticed Keith Emerson did the soundtrack. I'd only heard the Goblins remix of some of the songs, which are fantastic, and I didn't think Keith Emerson's score was right for the film. Um, cinematography was stunning, the colours were beautiful, and it was suitably spooky. Not Argenta's best film, though. Also, being a weirdo veggie animal lover... I didn't like some of the cat scenes. Um I think that's fair to say. I mean, yeah, the uh, uh unfortunately, uh, you know, the I mean, I, I mentioned this term when we were chatting about it, but the um unfortunately the, the violence uh towards animals is a bit slightly this i don't know i mean apparently it's you know those animals were well treated but it certainly doesn't look it from my point of view, from when you see it the first time around and uh, certainly with movies like um you know some of the some of the other stuff that we deal with animals certainly were not well treated at all also thanks to uh at stephen uh, that's with v v turner um uh who uh, goes by prince of darkness also is his title on twitter who uh was very c- kind to say that he uh, he checked out and on my recommendation and enjoyed it that's i mean that's obviously fantastic news and and thanks a lot for that so thanks a lot if you want to see send any feedback in that'd be that'd be great uh, my email is at gmail.com my Twitter is at orange underscore monkey. And you go to the website, www.videonastiespodcast.com. Next week, we are going to deal with... Um, well, funnily enough, uh, normally I... I it's going to be a bit you know the wrong way around. Um, but I think it's okay because the way the film's treated. Um, we're going to deal with late night trains, also known as night train murders. Which is kind of a rip-off of the last house on the left and normally i would do it the way around last house first but i want to leave last house till a lot later on in the run and also uh, night train murders is kind of a copy a copy in the sense that the director had heard about the film but didn't actually you know apparently hadn't seen it which is quite an interesting way to rip something off but uh it touches on similar themes but has a very different feel to it and it's um it's quite a grim little movie, it's interesting to watch. So, um, well, I look forward to talking to you about that. But, until then, take care and I will speak to you soon.
0: Goodbye. I have never seen a video, Nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. But how, how can you judge on a video? Nasty? Oh, you've never seen one. I actually don't need to see. Visually, what I know is in that film.